Yes, it's Monday, and we all know what that means by now, except for last Monday, of course, when we were in Glastonbury. But you've heard all about that. Well, our Patreons definitely have, because we've banged on about nothing since. But we're not going to mention Glastonbury today. Hooray! It's all dead and done and in the water, so to speak. Which is brilliant for me, because I was a bit in two minds anyway. But it doesn't matter. I had a good time, if you were interested. And I hope you've all had a good time too. But what are we going to do today? Well, let me tell you. Something, Jimmy. What we're going to do is we're going to have a usual show. Hooray! So I'm going to thank our Patreons via the medium of guitar, of course. Then we're going to have a paranormal review where I review something paranormal so that you don't have to because that would be nonsense. And then we'll have a paranormal tale from one of you wonderful listeners. After we've concluded that, then Becca will join me. Well, she'll join me from the past because, as you'll hear, she's now back in work. Hooray! which means many things, but mostly I've got to be a bit cleverer about when I get her on the show. So because A, I'm now recording from a studio, not from home, and B, she's working, I can't just come downstairs before I come here and go, hey, let's do a Reddit corner. I have to kind of go, when are you free? Which is a bit annoying. But at the same time, she does it for free. So, you know, what can you say? Anyway, anywho and anyha, let's continue as we said we would. We're going to firstly thank our wonderful team over at Patreon. Now, when you sign up to Patreon, not only do you support the show, not only do you get your name sung out by me, and, you know, who doesn't want that, you also get access to around 300 hours worth of generally me and Becca arguing, trying to have a laugh, and discussing the paranormal. So the way it works is we release two Patreon shows a week. Uh, A week? A week. One of them is me rambling. This week's ramble is a little bit... I'm trying to keep the rambles less, not negative, but less a ramble, like a political statement, and more funny. So that's my attempt this week. And I re-released that midweek. And then on a Sunday, we do a paranormal Patreon. And this week's paranormal Patreon, me and Becca discuss, it's kind of hospital ghosts. It was taken from a website called The Gypsy Nurse or something like that. Um, And I know there's a lot of obvious negative connotations around the word gypsy, but I don't think they're intended in that way. Well, you'll see. Well, you'll see if you listen to Patreon anyway. But yeah, it's a good thing, I think. And there's over 300 hours. So if you sat there thinking I've run out of podcasts, you know what? Go over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts and you won't run out of podcasts over there unless you press play at the start and you don't stop listening for around 20 days without sleep. So, you know. There's enough there to go through. That's if you like this sort of shit. Now, I appreciate not a lot of people like this sort of shit because it is paranormal. This is the thing that gets me, right? This is just me. Well, this is me to 12. You know, if you meet me in the flesh, I'm not like this. I'm about eight. If this is 12, I'm generally an eight, personality-wise. But obviously, I choose to be a 12 on this show. But people therefore think, well, he doesn't take the paranormal seriously. He mustn't know anything about the paranormal. He blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just a piss take. Mate, I had a ghost club age six and I was the only member of that ghost club. Well, there was other members. They, they came and went. They mainly went. But my point is, I do love the paranormal. I do have quite an extensive knowledge about the paranormal. And just because I decide to be a bit of an idiot on this show does not mean 
I'm not experienced in the world of the paranormal. So if you just like, you know, and when we do, just for any new listeners, when we do the listener stories, they're not jokey, you know. We tell the listener story straight, okay? So if you're new to the show and you're thinking, what the fucking hell is this? Do not be afraid. In the words of, in fact, I'll sing it like most Catholic funerals you've been to. Do not be afraid. I'm not going to say for I have redeemed you because I am not the Lord. Anyway, in fact, somebody did email me today and called me. It was a nice email. And they called me the Dark Lord of Liverpool. Hmm. Which I will take the moniker gladly, but I was also wearing an eye mask at the time. And I thought, not really Dark Lordish. this, is it really? Looking after your under-eye care as a Dark Lord. Anyway, shall we move on to thanking patrons? Now, if you like all this, as I say, go to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. I will then sing your name out and you get access to all of that good stuff. So... Who have we got to say thank you to this week? Well, we have five wonderful new Patreons. We have AK, a happy squid, aww. Uh, aww isn't the third one. I mean, a happy squid, aww. That's nice, isn't it? Sarah Evans, Jessica Chalice, and Rin Lemieux has returned. Hooray! Hi, Rin. And this song is for you five. Here we go. A nice little caput on the third, if you're interested. A.K. A happy squid, Sarah Evans too. Not to forget Jessica Chalice and good old Rin Lemieux. She's not old. I would just like to say a big and heartfelt thank you. Cause without you there'd be no show. Well there probably would be. There'd just be much less episodes. We ended it on a C7 there, for those keeping count. We always end it on a 7th, but it's actually not a C7 because it's capoed on the 3rd. You do the math. Anyway, thank you, guys. Thank you to AK, to our happy squid, Sarah Evans, Jessica Chalice, and, of course, my good friend, Rin Lemieux. Um, If you want to sign up to Patreon, and you should, if you enjoy this stuff, keep it going. Let's keep it going. Keep the ball rolling. Head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And indeed we do. So let's crack on with today's paranormal review, shall we? Yes, it's time for me to review something in the paranormal sphere so that you don't have to. It may be a movie, it may be a book. It'll never be a book, I don't read. And it may be a podcast. And this is a podcast. Oh, by the way, if during the song you heard like a weird knocking metallic sound, I realised that the medal I wear, not, not like for winning an event, God forbid. Um, I wear a St. Peter medal and it was knocking against the wood on the guitar, yeah? So I've put it in my vest. Not my vest. It makes me sound like I'm sat here like a yokel. Um, I've put it in my T-shirt, so that shouldn't happen anymore. Plus, I've put the guitar down, so, you know, I've got rid of all of those negative sounds. Anyway, we are going to look at a podcast today, and that podcast is a podcast called Weaponized. Now, it's about UFOs, okay? Now, I know a lot of people go, that's not paranormal. Well, for me, it is, and I'll tell you why. Because growing up, the paranormal consisted of ghosts, UFOs, and cryptids. And that was it. You know, that was the sphere of the paranormal. Now, people may say, no, 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 no. If you look at the definition, no, I don't care. Um, If you're interested in the weird stuff, you generally have... There's a good segue. Do you know what I mean? You're generally interested in some of the other elements. And if you're not, fair enough. This is only a short segment anyway. 
don't worry. But this show is called Weaponized. Now, it realistically doesn't need me to say any sort of thing about it, but I thought I would because I've been listening. Because they've been on the likes of Joe Rogan, do you know what I mean? So little old Kev Eustace here isn't probably going to do them that much of a push, but I'm not looking to push them. I'm looking to say whether you should or shouldn't listen to the show. It's an interesting concept because it's got Jeremy Corbell, who is mainly like a filmmaker. He's more from a media perspective. And George Knapp, who's more from a journalism perspective, like a very highly respected UFO journalism perspective. Now, I I just want to make this joke. I was going to start it by saying UFOs generally fly under the radar. And I didn't mean it's a joke, but it is funny. To me, at least. And, you know, if you can't pleasure yourself, I'm just going to reverse out of that cul-de-sac. This Kevin is reversing. Beep, beep, beep. Anyway, so weaponized is, it looks at things which are meant to be current in the news. And when I say meant to be, sometimes they'll flip-flop from, because there's a lot going on in the world of, of the UFO at the moment. You know, as you may already know, if you're keeping a sight on the news, you know, there are things falling out the sky, there are things being shot out the sky, unidentified objects galore. And what Jeremy and George do is look at discussing these things on a weekly basis. So I, I get kind of excited if, for example, um, a guy, I think his name's David Gretsch or something like that, has come out recently. And he's an army ex-vet sort of thing. And he's saying, like, we've got a craft. The U.S. have got a craft. We're just not telling you about it. He's like a whistleblower. And when this news came out, I was really excited for the weaponized episode. And I was a bit let down. And they've got a tendency to do this. I don't mean let people down. What I mean is... Because that sounds like I'd be negative, and I'd never be negative about somebody else's podcast. I was just a bit let down personally, because I thought it was going to be like, and we've got them on the show, and da 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 And they'll do that, don't get me wrong, they'll get these guests on. But what the, there seems to be a lot of anticipation, and even they will plug, like, don't miss this week's episode, because it's going to be, you're going to walk away with your mind blown, and usually you don't. At the same time, I think that's just kind of like a... You know, you obviously do these things. If you're a big, a very huge podcast, and if you do these things, you do it to draw people in for listenership. You know, the whole don't forget next week sort of thing, or you won't want to miss this one. Um, But it doesn't really pay off. I think, you know, at the same time, the show in itself doesn't need that. Do you know what I mean? They have amazing conversations, deep conversations about the the subject, which is why I listen. So... There's a bit of a conflict, really, between what they promise and what's delivered. That said, the show itself is actually brilliant in terms of the questions asked and the topics covered. And George Knapp has been covering UFOs for like 30 plus years. He is a guru. There are certain people in this world who, in terms of topics on the fringe, like ghosts, UFOs, cryptids, who are the go-to in their field. And George Knapp is one of those. So the fact he's on a podcast, to me, is gold. Do you know what I mean? It's like um, Paul from Mystery Monsters and Ghost Story Guys. Um, Do you know, it's like it's a well of knowledge that is just almost, not insurmountable, but it's almost, it's really hard to figure out how they've packed that much knowledge in. You know, like George Knapp is the sort of person who you'd say, so what happened in 1969, George? And he'd be like, well, there was three flaps in the area of Oregon around June the 17th. And like, 
Paul's got that in Mystery and Monsters. It's like, um, what's that horse that runs through the field in Scotland in a very small, specific place? And I'm like, oh, do you mean the da ga 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 And you're like, ah, um, yes. So he's one of those. He's an expert in his field. And for that alone, Weaponized is well worth a listen because it's education. It's a really good education on the topic of UFOs. If you're not into UFOs, you've not listened to the last three minutes anyway, so it doesn't matter. If you are, do give it a listen. But because of how they... And I think it's the Corbell aspect in terms of the pumping up stuff because Ger- um, George Knapp really isn't on social media as such in terms of like, you're not going to want to miss next week's show. Jeremy's very, he's more showbiz, shall we say. Um, but he still does in his own right, to be fair. He still does amazing work in the terms of getting this stuff out there. Like he managed to arrange for, oh, who's the whistleblower? The very famous whistleblower. Bob Lazar, like a legend, like, you know, an absolute, you know, he's the Roswell in human form, if you like, of the UFO field is Bob Lazar. And he is very reclusive. He doesn't do interviews. And he managed to get him on Joe Rogan talking about his experiences for over two hours. So, you know, he's great in his own right. It's just um, they're still finding the feet, I think, in terms of that one's really up, one's really down in terms of the metrics, if you like. When they meet in the middle, it'll be a phenomenal podcast because you won't be false-led. Ah, that sounds dead awful. I don't mean it like that. Do you know what I'm trying to say, though? Do you know, it's kind of like, not false promises, but if I said to you, come through this door, you're going to be, your mind will be blown and you'll walk away learning how to walk on water. And you come through the door and I teach you something amazing which you didn't know, but you're not walking on water. What a fucking shitty analogy. But you get the point. Anyway. My review for Weaponized, two thumbs up, directly out in front of me, not to the sky as yet, but definitely give it a listen if you're into the topic because it is very good, very professional, very well put together, and you'll definitely learn something that you didn't know before. So yeah, two thumbs straight out. Yes, it's time for my favourite part of the week where we get to listen to your true paranormal experiences. Um, Just to say, because I'm obviously now recording it in a a building where there are other people, somebody just heard me, and I know they heard me say, um, yeah, so my review, two thumbs straight out. And I could tell they were a bit flummoxed. Um, Yeah, but anyway, moving swiftly on. So we are going to read your true paranormal experiences, but first I just want to read an email that we've had from Isabel. And she sent in, hey there, Kath, hey. I just wanted to reach out because I was laying in bed last night listening to Wintag and you reviewed a podcast from Tasmania. Yes, I did. It was um, Rune Soup. And you reviewed a podcast from Tasmania. I've just read the same line twice. (laughs) Yes, I did. And it was Rune Soup still. It blew me away because I live in Tassie. How cool. Love the show. Love the collab ep too. That was a good episode. Everyone's commented on that episode. Maybe we should do more of them, maybe two or three times a year, I think. My favourite part of the show overall is that you keep the same format. I'm autistic and listen to Wintag falling asleep because it's so comforting to know that I'm... Sorry, to know that it's always going to go as expected. Well, that's good. I'm, you know, genuinely, I'm happy that that does that for you. But where are we? Do, 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 do. I love it. Oh, it helps me manage my anxiety in brackets, even though we're talking about ghosts. But it's honestly such a great experience for me. Why, thank you, Isabel. I wake up most mornings and Spotify has told me I've listened to the show for eight to 11 hours. Lol. Fucking hell. 
Um, I've heard every episode at least three times. With Patreon, do these episodes become available on Spotify or do I need to listen to them in a browser or something? Love the show, keep it up, and it's really cool to know you know Tazzy exists. Of course I do. I always wonder if there are other Tasmanians who listen to the show. Well, I don't know. Are there? Are you also from Tazzy? Then get in touch and let us know. And let Isabel know she's not alone. Yes. Um, it's a good question, though. Very quickly, just to ask, just to ask, just to say, I've been asked this a few times. There is a thing where spot, basically, if you sign up to Patreon, right, you get given an RSS feed from my Patreon. You can then post that into your podcast player of choice, or you can listen through the, the Patreon app. Um, and then when a new Patreon episode drops, it goes directly into that feed, be it on your on your Apple Podcasts or um, Stitcher, or I think Stitcher's going, actually. Um, but, you know, whatever you listen to, Spotify uh, are only just rolling this out. So up to now, you, could, you couldn't listen to Patreon episodes on Spotify. I believe they're doing it now. I don't know whether it's in better phase or beta phase or whatever, but it will be a possibility to do that, to add an RSS podcast to Spotify moving forward, just to make everyone aware, in case Spotify is your podcast player of choice. Anyway, Isabel, thank you for getting in touch with such a lovely email. And um, God knows how you get through your day if all through... God knows what your dreams are like. If, as you're asleep, there's me going... for 11 hours. And um, you also have a good sleep cycle. Anyway, let's move on to a paranormal email. And this email comes in from Goldie. And they write, Hello, Kevin. Hi. Becca. Hi. And the neighbours. Oh, she didn't write the neighbours, cat. She writes, And the feline of land yonder. I like that. Very Ed... Not Edwardian. Very Knights of the Realm. Yes. So the feline of land yonder replies, Meow. That's her knight voice. My name is Goldie. In brackets, you can use my name. Kevin, 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 reread these fucking emails. I'm writing to tell you about my experiences in my house. I love Wintag and discovered it after listening to The Dark Paranormal. That's very unusual. Most people, after finding this from The Dark Paranormal, think, well, I didn't realise he was a tit. I'm not listening to this. Anyway, this is my story. So this is Goldie's story. We moved into our house about three years ago. Nothing was strange at first except for the usual creepy basement. Then, one night, I was walking from the den to go brush my teeth. Our den is set off from the other rooms in the house, so you have to walk through the kitchen and next to the front room to get to the bathroom. As I walked by, I happened to glance into the front room and saw something strange. It could have been an eye shock from looking into a dark room, but I thought I saw a cloud of mist in the middle of the room. I ran into the bathroom. The same thing has happened to me while looking into dark bathrooms and my parents' bedroom. Another time, I was in my room, changing, when I heard what sounded like someone walking into the bathroom and flushing the toilet. Both my parents denied doing it. My bedroom is across the hall from the bathroom, so I heard it quite clearly. I've had things fall off the desk in my room, but that might just be the door rattling them. Just today, I was reading, and I heard what sounded like three claps coming from the kitchen. It may be all coincidence, but it's freaky. Thanks for listening to my story. I love the show. Keep up the good work. Goldie. 
Why, thank you, Goldie. Um, it's a very weird one, that. Uh, you know, this idea of, because part of me, the rational part of me says, I mean, firstly, I've never heard of the term eye shock before. And I get it. I get it. what it means. It's a really good phrase. You know, you look into a dark room and your eyes adjust or are shocked and they get used to the light. And therefore, are you seeing something or is it your eyes adjusting? But for you to say, I've also seen it in bathrooms and in other dark rooms would imply that you've also looked into dark rooms and not seen it. So hmm, you never know. And then you mentioned these three claps from the bathroom. Now, here's the thing. We mentioned this on the Patreon recently. Um, we might even mention it on the podcast, I'm not sure. But Becca was lying in bed the other night. Uh, sorry, when we woke up, anyway, Becca says, did you hear that knock in the middle of the night? And I said, no. And she said there were three knocks on a door knocker. You know, like a proper, like, pick up and knock down sort of, you know what a door knocker is. Um, and we don't have one of them. We've got a doorbell and we've got a letterbox. And I said, no. And she went, well, thankfully, we've got the ring cam. She said, so I immediately checked that. And there was no one there. You know, no one, there was no person spotted in our path. Um, it hadn't triggered anything. She said, so I went to live view. And again, there's no one there. I went, no. And it was three knocks. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, that's that means something, that. So then we've done a full Patreon episode about death knocks anyway. But the other morning, she left to go and do a park run, which is like this 5K thing that people do. Anyway, she left really early, about half seven. I'm lying in bed about eight o'clock, like, you know, just trying to get myself out of bed. And I didn't want to. I was like in one of those moods, you know, where you're like, oh, I could stay here all day. And I hear clear as day, our letterbox go. Like, and it's a stiff letterbox. You know, and we've all knocked on a letterbox before, you know, when there's no door knocker. You know, when it's got a really hard spring underneath it and it's like, hakank, 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 sort of thing. It was that once, hakank. And I thought, fucking hell. So I jumped out of bed, ran downstairs, and I'm like, just in my boxer shorts. So I'm trying to find something to throw on. I couldn't find a thing. Literally thought I was picking up a dressing gown. It turned out just to be a fleecy T-shirt. So I was not putting that on. Anyway, um, so I thought, fuck it. I'll just have to, like, pop my head around the door. So I run downstairs, unlock the first door, get to the second door. There's no one behind the window. And I'm like, oh, I hope it's not a parcel. So I pop my head out, look left and right. And I'm like, fuck, have I missed the delivery? So go to the ring cam. No fucker there. So, yeah. Work that one out. Now, Becca's like, no, since then, because it's Becca, she's like, no, no, it, it, I just heard three knocks. It could have been from another house. I was like, yes, but what you're missing is you yourself believed it was our front door. This is the thing with a skeptic such as Becca. Um, you know, they will experience something that they are convinced is in their home. And when they can't find evidence of it, they don't say it's paranormal. They say, oh, it must have been from something else. And that's what pisses me off about skeptics in that way. It's like, no, just accept something you can't explain took place and make your peace with it. I say that like I would. I'd be fucking shitting myself. Anyway, so yes, thank you, Goldie, for your email. That was very, very kind of you to send over. Don't forget, guys, if you've got a paranormal experience, then you can email it over. I said that like email just being invented. You can email it over to contact at, forgot the address contact at talkaboutghosts.com. 
That's the address. Contact at talkaboutghost.com. And what I do then, you see, is I read it out because that's how the show works. It's give and take. It's mainly give. I mainly take. Um, But yeah, and we've got a couple of great stories lined up for the next couple of shows. If you want to add to that, email us at contact at talkaboutghosts.com. I always go to say at we need to talk about ghosts. It's not that. It's contact at talkaboutghosts.com. Com, okay? Have we all got that written down? Be it mentally, be it in a pad, be it wherever you be it on a wall. I don't care. Fucking go vandalize. Anyway, should we bring some civil civility into this situation and go and visit Becca in the corner? I think we should. I think we should. I'm getting a little bit sweary. Sorry, everyone. Let's go and visit Becca in her Reddit corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time. For Paranormal Reddit Corner, with Becca. Okay, so, although she is returning to the workforce, are you not? I am. Back so, in the game. Back in the game. So no longer will she be slovenly waking up at one o'clock in the afternoon and pottering around in a dressing gown. I'm joking. That she hasn't didn't... happened once. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm painting a bad picture of you for the purposes of a joke. Lol. I know, I know. It wasn't a very funny joke, I grant you. Um, but yeah, you'd be working again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, uh, uh, I forget your official title, but you're high up in a company. Yeah, Customer Journey and PMO Associate. Customer Journey and PMO Associate. Mm. But still under your company. Yeah, so I'm still like... Uh, like Freelance. Self-employed, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's good. So that's what mm-hmm. you're travelling about. Yeah. Doing a bit of uh, your usual shenanigans where you go, you could be a prostitute for all I know. Why would I have had a couple months break? To heal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You caught, God, me, so grim. you caught me off guard. You actually turned my stomach. <laughs> you caught me off guard. Did you say, I caught you off guard. You're the one who's just burst prostitution into the subject. Yeah, yeah I did, didn't I? Yeah, it's the oldest, eh? It's the world's oldest profession. Yeah, yes, I'm the one who's caught you off guard. I know, yeah. Um, just as, I don't know why this has sprung to mind. Just to say, if you've got any American listeners, which we do, obviously, um, and you follow Twitter, right? You may there's currently obviously there's a lot of fucking horribleness going on in France at the minute. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of riots and stuff like that. Anyway, a lot of what I'm seeing on my feed on Twitter in, is largely by like far right Americans, and they're all stating this is happening in England, in Italy. It's happening everywhere. This is why we've got our guns. And people are like underneath saying, yeah, how does your no gun rule suit you now, eh? And it's like, one, it's not happening in England. Not happening here, no. Two, the amount of riots we have here are zero, which coincidentally is the number of mass school shootings we've had in the last decade. So the gun thing is working quite fine, mm. actually. So if you see any, any nonsense like that on Twitter, saying that we're all in riots in the UK, why not? I mean, may it come? Yes. Do you remember a couple of years ago there was we had riots in England for a little bit. There was like yeah, a little sporadic flare up of riots. We even had to leave work, didn't we, early once? Did we? Beca- yeah, I remember because oh. it's about eight years ago. Um, there was a riot in Birmingham, I think, and then there was because of that because people are fucking morons. People in London went, "We'll riot too," then, and then somewhere else went, "We'll riot too," then. 
And then there was rumours there was going to be one heading towards Liverpool City Centre. Mm. And because we lived in the city centre and worked in the city centre, they were like, we're going to close at three. I don't remember being um, sent home. Maybe I was yeah, already Liverpool, off that day. Liverpool won, all like shut down at 12, just yeah. in case. So, you know, riots can nice. happen, um, but they're not happening here. So if you see anything saying otherwise, just hear it from the horse's mouth of people who live in the country. Anyway, I feel like you're hijacking this a bit. I am, yeah. I'm not here to listen to your ramble. I'm here to do Reddit Corner, so if you wouldn't mind. I do, I do apologise. I'll tell you what, you're turning on to be the more paranormally pointed person within the podcast. Several P's in there. And professional. And, and, pre- and professional. Raise you another P. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you get when you're an associate PMO. Another P. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this is the story that I found on Reddit. And I'd like you to read it because it featured an emoticon or an emoji within the title. Yeah, that's going to be hard to explain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard to translate. You'll have to pull that face. Yeah. I just like to say, so I did two things yesterday. I did a park run tonight, which is a, run, a 5K run. Mm-hmm. And then I met my friends for some drinks. Um, yeah. One of them has got me suffering today, and it was not the drinks. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm like wheezing, my chest going, I can't walk down the stairs, my legs are killing this. This run has wiped me out. Yeah, I must admit, it was when you came back from the run, you were wheezing, wasn't you? And you're wheezing all through the night. Yeah, the wheezing hasn't stopped normally. If if I've done a 5k, I do sometimes get a little bit of wheezing afterwards, but like not for long. This was keeping me awake in the night. Dead annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think, you know, without... This is the last we'll say on Glastonbury, but we did walk around like 30 miles for Glastonbury. Yeah. Over a period of like four days. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think your body has took a bit of a beating. Yeah, I don't people, think a lot the, of people got ill after it as well, you know. I believe so. I think there was something going Books, around. Yeah, which isn't really surprising when you think there's like no over two hundred thousand. Yeah, people. shoulder to shoulder. Mm. But also, um, you know, I do think I don't think that like you're drinking from two till nine helped you yesterday. Would you disagree? I, I genuinely think that's got nothing to do with it. Well, I was very sad. I was. But, the, but you know what? Water. That's that attitude is exactly like my dad's era attitude when they'd wake up rough as arseholes because they'd been on a night out and say, "I think I had a bad pint." <laughs> it's like, what well, of the fourteen? Yeah, well, no, but let's see, this wheezing thing is not symptomatic of a hangover. It's symptomatic of a run. No, come on. <laughs> and also, I had it before I had a drink. So, and well, that's true. After the run. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna struggle. Maybe. So, welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. With a wheezy Becca. This story is called, for God's sake, Kevin, My Nurse Was a Ghost. Oh, it's, for, it's a ghost podcast. And then there's a, and then the emoticon is like a sad but also surprised face. <gasps> so it's them. not not the sad one and it's not the round O one. It's the one where the... Like it's got eyebrows and the got eyebrows. The, and the face the the mouth is in like a bit of an upside down U but open U shape. Well, I don't know what one you're talking about. All right, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's that not weird a commonly one, yeah. used one. No, it's not a commonly used one. Yeah, I thought it was the <gasps> face, but it's not. No, it's it's not. more the I've just shit myself a... face. It's not. That's what I'd use if I if, <laughs> if I was out and. Had an accident uh, and I had to text you about oh it. Oh my god! So if I ever get this face, <laughs> yeah, forget from that you. face. Oh, no. You need to come and pick me up. <laughs> right. If you ever consider sending me this face, just don't. Just deal with it yourself. The, the brilliant thing about this is now, if God forbid, but if that did ever happen, all I'd have to send you is 
bad news, dot, 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 and that face. <laughs> Just turn my phone off. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this anyway. Bring gloves. <laughs> Let's begin. Let's begin. <laughs> Let's begin. In 2020, at the beginning of COVID, I had just given birth. At this time, I could only have one other person in the room with me my entire stay at the hospital. Of course, my kid's father was there. But like the third day, he left to clean up our house and get everything prepared for me and baby. I had gotten sick and had a C-section, so I had to stay for about four to five days. does not seem like long enough to recover. It does not. Well, while he was away, a nurse named Kelly said she would be helping me throughout the day and spending time with me so I don't feel lonely while Dad is gone. I couldn't really hold my baby due to being sick and the pain from the C-section, so my nurses would come in every time it was time to feed. I noticed when they came in, they wouldn't acknowledge Kelly and she would go to the furthest part of the room and she would tell me, I'm just going to get out the way. Now, she did tell me that she didn't specialise in what they did, she was just for comfort, so I didn't question anything. The entire day, she was so helpful and encouraging to me. I really believe I would have broken down if she wasn't in there with me. She was such a sweetheart. Well, after about five or six hours, she told me she had to leave and that she would come visit me before her shift was over to see how I was doing. She hugged me and blew a kiss at my baby and walked out of the room. Later that night, Dad came back and he was very upset. He had told me some stuff happened with his mum and he was sorry he took so long. I was upset, but I told him a nurse named Kelly kept me company. As I'm telling him about her, my nurse is changing my sheets, and she's like, Who's Kelly? I explained, and she said that nobody named Kelly was in my room or working that day. So I instantly thought about those women who would pretend to be nurses and kidnap children. But my nurse told me that I may be hallucinating, and she told my doctor. I talked to my doctor, and he said the same thing. Well, a couple of hours later, a nurse that I didn't recognise came in my room and said... I know this might sound crazy, but everyone on the floor is talking about you seeing Kelly. I said, yeah, she was here with me for like seven hours today. She helped out a lot. We're smiling and laughing while I was telling her about Kelly and how sweet and funny she was. Then she pulled up her phone and showed me pictures of her and Kelly that looked to be maybe early 2000s. I was smiling, knowing that I wasn't hallucinating. Then she sat down and told me Kelly died over ten years ago from domestic violence with her boyfriend. Fucking hell. I wasn't too shocked because my entire life I've been dealing with paranormal. But I got chills because I never had an encounter this deep. Well, the lady gave me a hug and started crying, saying, now I know that she's okay. Since that day, I've been wondering why did Kelly come in my room and help me? I kind of wish I could see her again. Wow. That is an amazing story. That is. And you know what? I don't want to sound horrible here. Uh-oh. But could it be that the writer of that story suffers from domestic abuse? Do you know what I mean? There's nothing in this to indicate that. Well, I mean, there is a part where she says my husband came back and he was angry. No, I think he was upset. But anyway, any comments on this? I mean, I'm not. Maybe she's not, and I apologise if she listens or anything. And yeah, she's I not. think that's a bit harsh to jump to that conclusion without any any indications of that. Yeah, but I'm just saying that also she could be like a guardian angel for people who are suffering domestic abuse. Yeah, maybe. But then Kelly didn't say to her, like, oh, you need to get out or anything. No, that's or true. Yeah, yeah. Relationship, or anything yeah. useful. <laughs> well, no, you know, she just helped her with the baby. Also, I'd be a bit suspicious if you went, I, yeah, sorry, I'll just step back because I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm just here for comfort. I'd be like, they don't employ comfort nurses. They do. We've got a friend who, who does that. What? Who's not a midwife, but she's there to help the mums with the babies. Really? 
Yeah. Tell me off air. Who? I'm trying to think of a way to tell you now. Um, you're, you, well, it's one of your mate's wife's. One of my mate's wife's? Yeah. Our good mate. And I was at, well, I was at the top table of their wedding. Oh, oh, wow. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what she, so, because uh, I thought she was a midwife and one time she corrected me and she was like, no, no, I'm not a midwife. Like, I, like as in, uh, she, you know, she was acting as if, she's like, no, no, I'm not, like, The same person who once made us smile at Glastonbury. I, f- I feel like the fact I was at the top table of their wedding is enough. Yeah, but there's been, there's been a couple of them. <laughs> well, a lot of people made us smile at Glastonbury. There's been no, more made, of those. I mean, made us smile at Glastonbury. <laughs> Why are you being so weird? I don't know what you mean. Stop it. Uh, no, I, I, there hasn't been a couple of those. There's been one wedding of your mates where I've been at the top table. One. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've been to other mate weddings, but not at the top table. Are we going to see them shortly? Yes. Right, I get, I know you. Um, yeah, she and she was like, no, no, I'm not a midwife. I like I'm there to like like help them and comfort you know and look after help them look after mm. the babies and things. It's because I always thought she was a midwife. Oh, okay. So well, do, I, well, I didn't. I thought she was a paramedic. No, she used to be a paramedic. <laughs> Basically, fucking may as well just name and <laughs> um, anyway. Any comments? <laughs> um, I was, I was about to go into more details. She had to stop being a paramedic because of this. I thought, oh, no, no, yeah, 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 no. Stop this. Um, she chose you. Someone said she chose you because you needed her. Ah. And the poster said, I really did. And put another emoticon, that one where like the eyes are brimming with tears, but not the that's, Yeah, we all know that one. Yeah. I think that's the one I'd yeah. send you after you'd sorted me out when it sent the other one. I, I don't want to have to sort you out. Why can't you sort you out? <laughs> I think I think if I've done that and I'm sending you that, I won't be in the states to sort myself anyway. But I will. Yeah, you'd be so. God, what? For... Oh right, so you're drunk. Yeah, that's that's why you've. That's done what's it. happened. I thought it was a fart back. Oh God. Someone <laughs> <laughs> received that. I know this is vulgar. Sorry, carry on. Um, someone else says, "Cool story," and they say, "Thank you." Someone else says, "This is such a special experience." My nanny, maternal grandmother. Passed away when I was about seven months pregnant. When I was in labour, my blood pressure dropped suddenly. Nurses started rushing rounds. The machine was beeping loudly. I could hear my husband panicking and asking what was happening and then telling him he needed to step aside. I felt like I was about to lose consciousness when I heard her voice in my ear. It's going to be all right, darling. The beep stopped. My heart rate returned to normal and everything was fine. It happened so fast, but it was like my own private little bubble with her one more time. Ah. Someone else says, wow, that's crazy. She still wants to help people from the other side. That's nice. Heartwarming. Wow, what a great story. It strikes me that she must have truly loved her job to appear there instead of anywhere else. She must have been a good person to want to keep helping people even after passing. Oh. See, it's interesting. Some people do do things like that as a vocation. I, I wish I had that in me. You know, I'm, I suppose I do. I love podcasting. But, you, you know, like to help others. Yeah, let's not compare you being a podcast to nurses. No, I'm not. Like, <laughs> I suppose I do. No I, mean, d- during the, I mean, I'm surprised I didn't get a round of applause on the step during COVID, <laughs> to be fair. But anyway. Um, good question here. Someone said, did you ever research Kelly and her story? Um, the posters replied, I haven't actually thought about that. I don't think I will. I don't want to see the details of what happened to her. Um, someone else is, 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 is not having that. She says, well, I think it'd be interested to know her story. Even if it was bad, what's done is done and wouldn't change anything that you both experienced. At least it would be like feeling somewhat closer to her. 
That's such a point. Yeah, but they've replied, yeah, I get it, but I was in a situation similar to hers and stories like that are triggered oh. for me. So I... Can I finish? So I would rather not read it. Um, I'm just glad she's okay and still able to help patients in need. So you had her current partner down as an abuser and it's not that. It turns out she's had it in the past. So maybe oh, so be... that's what you're pulling from that. Not the fact that I call the fact that this may be a you guardian you're angel. You calling it poor husband who's done nothing wrong. Yeah, fair enough, but I did also say maybe she's a guardian angel for those who suffered domestic abuse. I don't think you did say that. I think if we re- rewind the tape, Your Honour, I think we'll right, find Well, anyway, you were did. calling a poor husband who's done nothing wrong. I wasn't calling them, I said maybe. Okay, but anyway, yeah, she. so maybe she's, Kelly is attracted to people who've... Yeah, interestingly, um, I, I, it's personal, but you know, we're all personal on this podcast. But interestingly... I've always been a little bit like on the on the mm, side with tr- the word trigger. Oh, I'm triggered. Oh, I'm triggered with this. Oh, tri-. And I thought it was a little bit of a flimsy excuse word for people just to be weak. I genuinely had that opinion. Now, as we've spoke about in the past, I've been in a domestically abusive relationship previously mm-hmm. and never been triggered by anything to do with domestic abuse. Um, you know, ever. But... We started watching a program the other night, didn't we? Yeah. And within the first five minutes, I was squirming. And I mean squirming. It hit home so hard. And I, I was like, can't watch it. Cannot watch it. Mm. And even you said, didn't you? Like, are you all right? Like this. I was like, I'm not, oh, I can't watch it. Don't want to watch it. You're watching this on your own. Yeah. And yeah, it was just so, you know, so I, I get it now. All these years I've debunked triggering as just a an excuse, you know. Yeah, because you're really quite harsh with people. No, it's not that I'm harsh with people. I just think we live in a world now where, um, you, you know, there are lots of ways out for people to excuse feeling a bit uncomfortable. And I think sometimes you need to feel a bit uncomfortable. But there's a world of difference between that and obviously feeling absolutely terrified due to a triggering response. Mm. Um, and I recognise that. But, you know. I do think we make a lot of excuses to make ourselves <sighs> invisible. But I won't bang on. That's for a ramble for our patrons, yeah, those I'm lucky the folks. I'm not even getting into this. I disagree with you, but I'm not getting into okay. it. Um, so I did a different point from someone who said, who better for an angel to appear as? She comforted you and let her friend know Kelly was doing fine. God wanted you taken care of. God bless you. So that person saying it's not Kelly, but an angel appearing as Kelly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, different, bit of a different spin. But why as Kelly, though? Got to appear as someone. Oh, well, fucking hell. It's a good point, yeah. I mean, I suppose if she came in all, an ce- angel test. all celestial with wings, then immediately <laughs> be like, you're not a doctor. I'm hallucinating. <laughs> you're not employed here to help us look after babies, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's a fascinating story. That I do like that. It's um, it's quite different than the usual sort of bedtime bedside visitation. Yeah, it is. Of. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Also, I mean, what's really interesting though is, like the the person who's posted that, they were definitely in like in a lot of pain and like physically mm. struggling. And the fact is, if they couldn't pick up that baby, and the baby was picked up, someone's picked up the baby. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. the. It sounds like Kelly was really hands on and did a lot of like actual practical things, like helping with yeah changing, passing thing. You know, maybe not feeding because she said the nurses came in to do that yeah. at the feeding times, but did a lot of very physical, practical things that the poster who is genuinely injured. 
But Couldn't also, do. I mean, also, I think that's like a record for any any story I've covered ever. Well, I say I've covered, you've covered it. But you know, any story that we've ever discussed, be it on this podcast or the Dark Paranormal or anything, like I'm sure they mentioned in there. After around seven hours, she left. That must be on record as the longest ghost sighting ever. Yeah, no, I mean, you, if you were sat there chatting for someone for seven hours, you'd be tempted to say, wouldn't you? Hey, I am a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you were the ghost. Yeah, like... I, I, I suppose should, so, yeah. It'd be a huge secret that you keep in, like, the, look at me, like, I can pick this up and everything, I'm not going through walls. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I mean, during, like, seven hours, even I, I think, as a ghost, you know, because if I'm talking to you yeah, for seven hours... for seven minutes, you can't hold water. I can't. <laughs> the first thing you But, said. I mean, within seven hours, if I'm talking to you for seven hours, there's lulls in conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you go, oh, did I tell you I'm a ghost? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's this? Woo. Through all. <laughs> anyway, as ever, thank you for allowing us into your dingy, dark, and lovely and beautiful corner. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. You're welcome. I can't, I never get that, right? What am I meant to say there? You say thank you to me. Oh, do I? So I'm thanking the listeners and you're thanking me. Okay, so do it again. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. Thank you, Becca. You are very welcome. Oh, you welcome me. Thank you again, Becca, for <laughs> we, welcoming me. We don't need me. to do okay. that anymore. Anyway, bye, guys. Bye, guys.